Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 360. It is Thursday today, not Friday when I usually record the podcast, but I am going to be headed out of town tomorrow, so I'm doing the podcast a day early. And also, it is a new moon in Virgo today, so there is a lot of magic that is happening, and it feels really good to be present with you and to pause and tune in together. The weather here is beautiful. (laughs) We are in our gorgeous fall days. I think the next four or five days, the forecast says sunshine, high in the mid-60s, low in the 40s. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and all the leaves are falling. So if you have not been to the Midwest in the fall season, it's just a beautiful time to visit here. Okay, where do we start? I guess I'll start with last week's podcast. If you haven't listened to it, that might be a good place to start also. Go back and tune into the healing work that I was moving through myself and then modeling and guiding for you if you have a match to also move through. We did a lot of heart expansion, opening love, coming through, dissolving some old stories. (laughs) You know, just your typical day's work. As I say that, I'm like, just superhero stuff. (laughs) Nothing super important. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I could feel the the stretching I was going through and the releasing that was happening. As usually unfolds after a heart expansion, our guides, our soul will present us with an integration of whatever the lesson was that we were learning. And so I'm sometimes cautious to to do big shifts <laughs> because I'm like, oh, now what? Now what's going to happen? But, and, those big shifts prepare us and allow us to be steady and strong as we move into whatever was going to arrive anyway. And knowing that we have the support of our guides and that inner awareness actually allows for us to move through those shifts with more peace and more grace and hopefully more ease. So for me, I I found out Saturday, was that Saturday morning? I think it was. I don't remember anymore. This past week has really blurred together. I think it was, yeah, it was Saturday morning. Uh, my mom called and she was not feeling well. Um, she had been struggling with some um, issues with a blood clot she felt was starting. And so, <laughs> as stars barking in the background. So we uh, took her to the hospital and it, they were 
uh, going to check her out. They admitted her, and she has been in the hospital ever since. She's doing well. She's stable. She had surgery, and the procedure went great, and the blood clot is removed, and all is well. Um, hopefully, we bring her home tomorrow. So this is not intended to create any fear or worry. It's, um, it's to describe the process I've been going through with my own heart and my own fears and um, hopefully provide inspiration or guidance or just simply a match, an example of something maybe you're also moving through. So that was most of this week. She had her procedure done on, um, what's today? Today's Thursday on Tuesday. Is that right? <laughs> Tuesday. The days, is it anyone else feeling this time? The days don't even feel like the right names to be using when I say them, but I believe it was Tuesday. I believe it was Tuesday while I was waiting with my dad. Um, luckily, they just changed the hospital rules and two people are allowed in at a time, which is miraculous, just in time for when we both needed to be there to support each other as we were waiting for my mom. Um, <clears throat> while I was waiting for my dad, I received an email with news that a beautiful friend of mine had passed away over the weekend, had transitioned, I'll use my own words, had <clears throat> transitioned over the weekend very unexpectedly. And to say it was a shock is perhaps not even strong enough to say how it resonated within me. And so I was in the midst of all of this emotional expansion, loving my parents and going through the fears that we all do when we're sitting in any waiting room in any hospital. No matter what the doctors say, there's always that internal worry that something won't go as planned and that 1% risk will actually happen. So my dad and I were sitting together just trying to make our way through it and I received that news about my friend and it just completely blew my heart open and um, the way I experienced it was through almost hyperventilation and tears and uh, feeling like I couldn't breathe, you know, that trauma that happens. So I spent much of Tuesday and yesterday uh, you know, I, I use the word grieving, I don't even know if words summarize. Do words summarize emotions of intensity? I don't know that they can capture how we feel when when our hearts, it feels like, to me it felt like my heart was just being put through this ringing. You know when you ring, ring with a W, when you wring out your clothes when they're wet and you want to get the water out of a wet towel and you kind of twist it and twist it and twist it so you can get all the water out. That's what it felt like was happening in my chest. You know, the intensity of anguish was just so much. It was so much. And, um, and the world in which we live right now, it's, it's created this strange way of communicating information. You know, in past times we would get on the phone we would get a phone call and the phone call would allow us to have voice to voice and so we would or even more perhaps we would drive to someone's house to tell them what we had found out or what news was going to be surprising and then we switched to telephones and so we would call 
And now it's texts or emails or social media posts. It's so jarring. It's so, uh, it's so remote. It feels so remote, so disconnected. And so the intensity perhaps is more shocking to our bodies. I don't know if these are words that resonate with you, but that was the feeling I had. Like I could not make sense of what I was reading. I could not make sense of how it was happening at that moment. And and so I really, uh, I was very ungrounded for quite a while and emotionally just devastated. And I knew there were so many others that were going through the exact same reaction I was going through because my friend, her name, her name is Leslie. Say her name. Her name is Leslie. My friend Leslie is, was so loved <laughs> and so beloved. And so I knew there were lots of people going through the same experience I was going through, but we were all doing it in our own little silos, which feels so bizarre. <laughs> it feels so... Uh, unnatural. So I focused on my parents and um, took my dad home. My sister came to town and took over, which I love how energy supports us exactly as we need it before we even know what we need. (laughs) My sister came to town and just calmly stepped right in and has been with my parents ever since. And I've just been trying to move through what I have been feeling. And sometimes I wonder when I bring situations and stories to this podcast space, I'm like, is this serving? Is this at all valuable to anyone? And, and I, trust, I trust how I'm guided to share here. I trust what my guides insist I say. I trust love and how love is a... It's a feeling. It's not always a word. It's not always a, an objective thing we can understand from our mind. It's a feeling. And feelings are raw at times. And they are overwhelming and powerful and deep. And sometimes, sometimes it's so much easier to stay up at the surface and talk <laughs> up at the surface. But oh, the big work. The big love, it happens deep down. It happens in the roots of our bodies, down in the core of who we are. Like that's where the big expansions of love happen, I believe. So I have been feeling <laughs> the last couple of days and and sitting with all that I said last week. You know, when I re-listened this morning, oh, the words just sounded so different because I could say them objectively, even though it was emotional last week, I could say them objectively, like, I don't like goodbyes, but I know goodbyes, goodbyes are not goodbyes, they're just temporary. And I know that, and also to sit in it this week has been very painful, and (laughs) is testing my own faith. So I I believe very strongly in this moment that my friend Leslie is love with love 
in love, enveloped in love, that she is the energy of love and, and that her love is around. I can't sense it like I do with my guides where it's very clear to me and I know exactly where each individual energy is, but I feel uh, the peace, even though it doesn't sound like I do, I am feeling very peaceful and it feels more like waves of uh, the color I see is pink. In my book, Just White Light, I describe pink as Venus. The, the energy of Venus is this, I'll try to describe it. The book describes it so much better because it was such a pure transmission in that moment. And I feel like right now I'm fumbling over words. But the way I experience the energy field of Venus is very soft, very inclusive, very healing. You know, when a soul leaves this planet and chooses to experience the healing of Venus, it's like being enveloped in like the most divine, feminine, motherly love. It's, it's a soothing of the raw nerve endings and um, a space that's expanded within the heart so it's a little easier to breathe. And in knowing that there's no agenda, there's no time, there's no rush, there's uh, no separation. It's just this warmth. And, um, and in that warmth we heal. And I feel that soft pink Venus energy around me in this moment. And, and I sense that that's also around all the others who have loved Leslie and who are sad and missing her and so what a beautiful image to hold to communicate with you and right create some breathing space i i hope that as you're listening you have not uh, experienced much loss in your own journey and perhaps this is all just new feelings that you're experiencing as I describe them if that is true then um, you're so lucky <laughs> you're so blessed that um, the pain part hasn't been experienced yet and also this is what's on the other side of that pain this knowing this feeling of how we are also interconnected and for those who have lost and I hate the word lost for those whose loved ones have transitioned and moved from physical into non-physical I hope you find resonance in what I share because the feeling is so tangible and real to me and my hope is that it provides guidance for you if you ever are stuck in the pain. It's very comfortable, or it's not the right word. It's familiar to feel the pain because we all associate that with the word loss, with the word death. It's like I talked about last week, you know, what are the stories that we have anchored into our belief system so firmly? Like for me, the story about goodbyes, the there's always going to be a goodbye, so don't love too much. 
you know, that story became very real. And so I held on to it for a long time. And last week, by naming it, I could start to release it. And I, I believe that's going to take a little while. I don't believe I just released it <laughs> instantly last week. But I created a flow, an opening for that story to get looser and looser. And eventually it will no longer resonate with me. And I can feel in this moment, you know, calling bullshit on myself. Would I rather never have loved Leslie than to have missed out on that? Would I rather have loved her and have her transition in this way and feel this shift, feel this, this goodbye? Would I rather have had this experience or never have met her and never have loved her and never have gotten to know her in the way that I did? I would choose this again every drop of it I would choose all of it again and so that's beautiful (laughs) isn't that beautiful to to feel the whole journey and still know you would do it that way again even if it's painful there's this beautiful storyline in the movie The Arrival I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't, oh, that movie is so powerful. It's so powerful. It's all about love and relationship and connection and collaboration, this new language of love. But there's a moment in the story, in the movie, where the woman says to this man, if you knew the entire story with all that it was going to be, No matter how painful, if you knew the story, would you still choose to go into that story and live it again? And she said yes. He he said yes. I don't know that he meant it. But she said, I would do it all again. And she started her journey in these relationships knowing what the end would be. Knowing there was going to be pain but not wanting to miss any of the journey along the way. And I, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. There are, there have been many losses. Oh, that word. There have been many goodbyes. There have been many goodbyes and it never gets easier. And <laughs> it doesn't stop hurting to say goodbye but I wouldn't miss it all the times before just because I didn't want to experience the goodbye at the end. So my intention, my prayer, my focus in this moment is to allow my heart to stay as open as possible and to feel and trust the love that I receive from the soul that was Leslie here in this lifetime and I don't know when I will know that she's connected in that way or maybe it hasn't ended and I just don't trust it yet I'm not sure in this moment but I'll know and when I feel that it's it's just going to be a different dialogue a different language like I was describing the words I said to myself in last week's podcast that I'm now reminding myself of is it's just learning how to communicate differently because her soul's on the other side of the screen 
not here in the way that I was familiar with, but in a different way. And I know how to learn that language. I, I know how to trust that flow of energy. And so it's, it's just the next beginning. It's just the next beginning. There's a song that I would like to read the lyrics to. It's an older song. It's by John Mayer. It's called Say. And this album came out years ago, and I would play the album, every song, over and over and over again. It was kind of a sad album. There was a lot of pain that he was moving through, apparently. And and so I would play these songs on repeat, and (laughs) I think my children were like, what is wrong with you? But they learned the lyrics, of course, along with me. And every once in a while, my son will pull the song up on his phone on the way to school when we used to drive to school because we don't do that anymore. Um, and he would play the song, and we both knew every single word. And the lyrics came to mind uh, yesterday and this morning. And so I want to read them to you. Um, it's about goodbyes. It's about the struggle of being human, which can feel overwhelming for different periods of our lives. And, and so I trust that these words will resonate and guide all of us to say what we need to say. Here's the lyric, Say by John Mayer. <clears throat> Take all of your wasted honor, every little past frustration. Take all of your so-called problems better put them in quotations. Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Walking like a one-man army, fighting with the shadows in your head, living out the same old moment, knowing you'd be better off instead if you could only say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Have no fear for giving in. Have no fear for giving over. You'd better know that in the end, it's better to say too much than never say what you need to say again. Even if your hands are shaking and your faith is broken, even as the eyes are closing, do it with a heart wide open. Say what you need to say. I feel like the beautiful awareness I've had over this past week, first preparing to be with my mom and dad at the hospital, I'm going to talk about my parents for a moment. I have been very blessed to be very close to my parents for most of my life. We've never really had the big blow-ups or uh, tension that often exists in parent-child relationships. And we live just 20 minutes apart. We're back and forth pretty often. Over the years, I have uh, been able to say to my parents everything that I need to say. And now we just are in this easy dialogue of everyday talk because the big conversations have already happened. And there's nothing I need to clear with them. I don't feel like there's anything they have left they need to clear with me. And so we just have this really easy, comfortable space when we're together. And so... Being in the hospital with my mom, and she was in ICU for a little bit, and the surgery's pretty serious. And so there were, you know, these moments where 
I was sitting, waiting, talking with her, with my dad, wondering, like, is there anything more to say? Do I, is there anything I need to make sure is said if something doesn't go well with the surgery? And I'm so at peace. I'm so at peace. And, and I felt that from them with me. There's just nothing left. It's, it's all love. It's this beautiful love. And then when I received the news about Leslie, you know, I, I think it's natural when there's a sudden ending for us to wonder, you know, should I, could I have said something? Should I have said something? Was there anything that would have changed the, the outcome or the choices? And, and I just know I have the same feeling of, you know, I, I know I know Leslie knows, knew, knows, knew <laughs> how much I loved her. I know that. I told her often and I reflected to her often the beauty of who she was, is, the brilliance of her soul and the strength and courage of how she was navigating her human journey and the wisdom, the wisdom she carried. I, I was able to say everything to her in all of our conversations there's nothing left that I regret that I didn't say and she was able to say to me what she needed to say and and so I have this beautiful peacefulness inside as sad as I am as much as I wish she was still here in the physical I'm, I'm very peaceful about everything that needs to be said is said and so I was reflecting on my run this morning. You know, are there, are there lots, are there people, are there individuals that if something happened to me today, this week, next month, next year, have I said everything I need to say to, to the ones that I need to talk to? <laughs> and I have this, just this uh, settled spaciousness inside of me. You know, are there things more I could say? Of course. <laughs> of course. There's always more I could be talking about or more we could dive into. But is there anyone that I would feel unfinished in my own space, in my own forgiveness or my own acceptance of choices and pathways and journeys and moments? You know, and I'm very peaceful I'm so peaceful today. All of those who I love, I tell often I love them. And all of those who are significant know how significant they are to me. And there's, there's no unfinished business. There's just, there's just more depth. I could always go deeper into more relationships and deeper into remembering and learning about each other. But there's no sharp edges. There's no hidden things that I would need to make sure are cleaned up. And that is an incredible way to live life. It's a powerful way to be able to stay present. And that's how I experience <laughs> my human journey. This week reminded me of that, showed me that again. And... 
for that, I am deeply grateful to Leslie and to my mom and my dad. So that's where I am on this new moon in Virgo. There is um, there's a lot of focus on, from what I've been reading astrologically, there's a lot of focus on being very aware of the choices that we make with our routines, with our health and wellness, which includes our mind, our body, our soul, that this month of September, which I've been feeling is a powerful shift for all of us of consciously stepping into the life that we are creating. And maybe we've been unconscious to it for a while, or maybe we've been operating by default. Maybe we're just doing what everybody tells us we should be doing. And we're not actually feeling inside of ourselves what serves me. How do I individually stay in such steady alignment with who I am, the, the biggest, fullest version of who I am? How do I express all that I know myself to be inside out into the world, into my relationships? And if we're not in alignment or in integrity yet, the energy, the astrological guidance, the shifting consciousness we're going through is going to bring us to a place of alignment, to a place of truth-telling, to a place of forgiveness. We're going to be doing our work more and more so that all of us as a humanity can evolve, can elevate, can expand into more love and less fear. And so we're brought to the places we're afraid Last week I named, I am afraid of goodbyes. I'm working on not being afraid anymore. But I'm afraid of it hurting. And so I sit here today, moving through another layer of my fear and, and knowing I choose love. Always, continuously. <laughs> and so I encourage you in this new moon in Virgo to be with whatever has come up as I've shared my stories with you, my feelings with you. Be with whatever comes up in you and um, perhaps become more aware, more conscious of the choices you're making, of um, the alignment that you're flowing in. And maybe that creates change in your life. Maybe you're already in perfect alignment and so it's simply about deepening into yourself and opening your heart even wider and loving even more. And maybe there is something you need to still say to someone about the love you feel or the forgiveness that needs to happen. Maybe in you it's good, but someone else has something they need to say and they'll say it like it's... Allow it all to unfold and stay in your own integrity. Keep your heart as open as possible. I say all of this to myself <laughs> and to you. I, I am going to go record the new moon tarot card pull that I do each month at this time um, on video. I will share that on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. And then I'm going to create a new moon meditation after that where I tune into the possibilities of this next lunar cycle. I have a sense it's going to be a, <laughs> a star runs by. Going from window to window to see the squirrels. 
I have a feeling it's going to be a powerful meditation. So that will also be available if you need support as we move through this time or if you simply just want to connect in through meditation. I'm not working this weekend. I am going to rest and be with those I love and say whatever I need to say and allow my heart to not heal. Allow my heart to be gentle. And then on Sunday... I come back from a couple days with my friends, and it is my sixth wedding anniversary with my amazing husband, Brad, who I talk about often in this space. Talk about heart opening. (laughs) This man has... He has taught me so much about love. And there could be no better teacher than that so happy anniversary to my beloved and then I will be back next week on Friday have a beautiful weekend everyone Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.